Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, everybody. The Big Show is on the radio. Still a lot more coming at you. Hey, 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 listen up. (laughs) My name is Matt Foley. I'm a motivational speaker. I am 35 years old. I am thrice divorced. And every morning I listen to John Boy and Billy on the big show when I wake up in a van down by the river. Go on and laugh and leave the radio work. July the 13th, and old Big Show crew, whole Big Show crew, not old Big Show crew. Yeah, and both. not whole yeah, Big work. Show crew. <laughs> We're not allowed to say that either. Yes, yeah, John Boy and Billy, Tater, and Randy, Jackie, and behind a glass. All right, today is National French Friday. All right, we can have French fries today. We... It's National Beans and Franks Day. So be careful or you're zipping up. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that's Franks and Beans. Sorry. Also known as Beanie Weenies, mm-hmm. of course. And today is National Delaware Day. Recognizes the first state to declare independence from the British. About that, Delaware was first on the line there. Right. And we got our three dates in history saved up. We'll get our first prize back out and get you ready for outburst since we... Up and out on Big Shows on the radio. 
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. First prize pack we play for today, it's a hat, T-shirt, tumbler, and $25 gas card from Law Tigers. Law Tigers motorcycle lawyers who ride, representing injured riders for over two decades. With Law Tigers, you never ride alone. Let's go to BigShow.com, click on the Law Tigers banner, find out what you can win. Big Sturgis motorcycle rally coming up next month. All right, our three dates in history, where we'll get our categories. Here we go. It was July 13th, 1993. To keep witnesses from describing his clothing, a 19-year-old man stripped naked to rob a L.A. bank and ran out with two shopping bags filled with cash. Can you describe him? Oh, you'll know him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nearby sheriff's deputies noticing a naked man running down the street with two bags full of money arrested him immediately. So, <laughs> Well, where else is he going to carry him? <laughs> the plan didn't work. Way to blend in. <laughs> Later, he was going to knock off a donut shop, but we won't tell you how that. <laughs> it was on this date, 1994, Tanya Harding's ex, Jeff Galuli, was sentenced in Portland, Oregon, to two years in prison for his role in the attack on Nancy Kerrigan. He ended up serving six months. Or a quarter Galuli, as they call it. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that movie is on one of the, one of the movie channels. On cable by I, Tanya. Oh, yeah, yeah, with uh, Margot Robbie. Yeah, Margot yeah. Robbie hmm. playing Tanya. Mm. Will you just stop on anything and watch it? <laughs> well, Margot Robbie said, man, yeah. okay, they dressed her down a little bit. I look like yeah, Tanya. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and finally, it was on this date in 03. A 42-year-old Chicago teacher set the world record for roller coaster riding, completing 70 hours on one of Europe's steepest rides. Oh, Richard Rodriguez smashed the old 35-hour record at Germany's Holiday Park. 42-year-old Richard, he was allowed a 15-minute break every eight hours for a medical check. Mm-hmm. So he carried a makeshift toilet with him on the ride. Ooh. I still believe that you, John Boy, and you, Billy, <laughs> are the only morning show radio hosts to ever complete their show while riding a roller coaster continuously. I, we, we had to be. I mean, because that yeah. was like about an hour and a half, wasn't it? It was more than that. It was a little over two hours. Mm-hmm. Well, because it was like halfway through the show, was yep. doing a show from Carowinds, which yeah. is on the North Carolina, South Carolina. Line. It was right. on Thunder Road, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yep. Yeah, we rode that thing yeah, <laughs> for gracious. a couple hours. That oh, was man. fun. And the best part of it, it's all over. The roller coasters come to a stop. <laughs> We've already closed the show. <laughs> Billy stands up, steps to the, the platform. <laughs> Raises his hand, goes to his knees, and pukes in on the tracks. It was the biggest round of applause I've ever gotten in this business. He stood up, put both hands in the air to thunderous applause. That was impressive that you held it to, to, the, to the end. It was like the end of the movie about the hockey team that beat Russia. It was sliding in. I think that was one of the last wooden roller coasters. At least in the state. It had to have been in the state, yeah. Scary. That was fun. All right. Well, there's our categories. 1-800-BIG-SHOW. That's your toll-free line across America. We play Outburst next. Good 
Tuesday morning, big shows on the radio. Video today brought to you by Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. We got the look of instant regret. <laughs> See why? To bigshow.com. Make your daily visit, I. Hey, right now. Get on Tuesday. When and begin. Outburst. Let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing Outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Say hey to Bill from Ridgeway, South Carolina. We'll have a Good morning, Bill. Good morning, John Boy. Hey, welcome, my boy. Ah, Bill, like that. Bill. It's not Bill, it's Bill. That's right. <laughs> Guess y'all wonder if I was mispronouncing his name. No, it sounds like the way you say the other guy's name here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Bill Lee. <laughs> All right, Bill, glad you're in here, buddy. Let's get through these categories. Here we go. In five seconds, we need three ways to identify a robber. Ready, go. Hi. Height, weight, and hair color. All right. Bam. Now we need three things you see at an ice skating rink. Ready to go. Ice, skate, and people. And for the win, three rides at an amusement park. Ready to go. Roller coaster, water rides, merry-go-round. And hey, Bill winning. Big old Law Tigers prize pack. Head down to Ridgeway for you, Bill. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right, buddy. Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Was about 20 minutes away. The latest episode of Life with Carl. Tuesday morning, big shows on the radio. Early morning risers, got this bonus top 10 list for you. Well, finding the right doctor is a great thing, but finding the wrong one, not so much. Today's big show top 10 list, the top 10 signs you've picked the wrong doctor. Number 10, directions to his office include the phrase, turn off the paved road. (laughs) Number nine, magazines in the waiting room, Soldier of Fortune and Jugs. (laughs) Number eight, his MRI machine looks a lot like a tipped over porta potty. (laughs) Number seven, first question during the medical history, you're not a cop, are you? (laughs) Number six, pocket patch on his white lab coat says, Food Genie Meat Department. Number five, all the tongue depressors have a faint taste of fudge sickle. 
Number four, your new cholesterol medicine comes in rainbow colors with little M's on the side. <laughs> Number three, pregnancy care involves appearing on the Maury Povich show. <laughs> Number two, giggles uncontrollably when he uses the word rectum. <laughs> and the number one sign you got a bad doctor... The diploma on the wall is from something called the John Boy Barbecue Cooking School. Good Tuesday morning, Big Show's on the radio, about 20 minutes away from what to watch from the desk of Tatertainment News. Catch you up right now. It's time once again for Life with Carl, brought to you by the makers of Hargrave's Potted Meat, chock full of peckers and lips since 1933. Can I help you? It's me, Carl. I brought you lunch. I knowed you was busy helping Mr. Crawford at the drugstore. I thought it'd be a nice surprise. It's what good girlfriends do. Mmm. Potted meat on a roll. French fries from the Frosty Cream. Mmm. Right nice of you. It was a long walk from the dollar store <laughs> over to Frosty Cream and back over here. But I don't mind. All of that walking must have made your... Fate hurt, yeah. <laughs> I'm in pain as we speak. Well, take a load off. I'll get you some aspirin. Anything interesting happened today? Well, you remember old Miss Carpenter? Yeah. Well, she's getting married to Burles Wheelock. Mr. Wheelock? Isn't he the one that smells like mothballs and tuna water? <laughs> yes, sir. I smelt him when them two come in here today. They went up to Mr. Carpenter at the pharmacy counter there and told him they's getting married. How about that? I guess they're young at heart. Yep, and old everywhere else from what I hear. <laughs> Mr. Wheelock says, you sell that heart medicine? Mr. Carpenter said, of course we do. Then he says, do you sell medicine for circulation? Mr. Carpenter says, all kinds. Mr. Wheelock says... How about rheumatiz medicine? Mr. Carpenter says, we got that, too. How about that there Viagra? Mr. Carpenter says, yeah, we got that. I always knowed Mr. Wheelock was horndog. <laughs> Mr. Wheelock says, you got anything for memory and the like? Mr. Carpenter says, yes, sir, we do. How's about them vitamins and sleeping pills? Mr. Carpenter said, we got plenty in stock. Old people have a lot of problems. Yes, well, did they wind up getting all that stuff? No, ma'am. They just looking for some place to register for wedding gifts. Life with Carl is filmed before a live studio audience. What's name that Viagra for? What's name that Viagra for? Closed captioning is made possible by reading the words scrolling across the bottom of your screen. <laughs> 
Still another prize pack for you in less than 30 minutes from right now, y'all. That's enough, that's enough. <laughs> it's a big show. Oh, let somebody better tell me than me. Tell you <laughs> than me. All right. Time by the big show that's still speaking in me up to you. <laughs> it's you, Marcel. What am I doing? Well, when I'm not hanging up on racing fat boy and trying to cure Babs of her terminal blondness, I'm listening to my two favorite straight white southern boys, John Boy and Billy on the big show. Oh, Marcel, just stop. No, I won't tell Randy you said hello. Show's on the radio Tuesday morning, July 13th. We've been talking about the billionaires race to space and oh, Richard Branson. I guess he officially won. On Sunday, he, uh, Richard Branson, Virgin Galactic, made a successful trip to the edge of space and back on Sunday morning. Apparently, there are two altitudes that they say really defines outer space. Uh-huh. And he went to the lower one. Right. Right. So yeah. it said it didn't make him the first person to fly into space on his own rocket. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, and I'm a big fan of this kind of stuff, as you well know. But I find this so uninteresting. I mean, Is that I, right? Yeah, I mean, because, yeah. I don't know. Wow. I mean, it just seems that, you know, it's just a, a, a very high-altitude jet flight. Well, well yeah, because this says uh, more than a typical rocket, the uh, Virgin Craft is more like a plane that once separated from the carrier ship is sent Branson and a crew of five into space where they experience weightlessness before returning to Earth minutes mm-hmm. later. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing was over in an hour. It was like an hour, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, they're, they're in uh, zero-G was only a few minutes. So mm-hmm. then, so the other one, uh, Bezos, is that him? Yeah, the guy, the Amazon guy. So, Which so I think they're actually going to orbit the Earth, aren't they? Yeah, that, now that I'm that's, interested in. That's, okay, that's yeah. a, so we're going to take a, a true outer space trip, yeah. And, All right. And the one that um, um, Elon Musk is behind, uh, SpaceX, mm. I mean, they've already sent astronauts to the space station. Right, right, right. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. that's mm. super impressive. But, but yeah. Musk but, didn't go himself. No, this is about no. no. But he sent his car. <laughs> he <laughs> did, yeah. <laughs> That's so I'll have a way to get back if something happens. Yeah, uh, yeah it's in my car, man. Yeah. I'll be waiting here on Earth for you. You know why he didn't go? He's a lot younger than the other two. <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, this Branson, British billionaire, is 70 years old. Yeah. Well, he sure. called it an experience of a lifetime. Oh, I'm sure. Well, I imagine, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, especially because the first time they uh, did one of the flights of the same setup, the, the jet, the, if you want to call it, the plane coming back broke up. Ah, yeah. And, and there's a, a guy test, died. A test pilot died. There's one guy yeah. died and one guy ejected and yeah. managed to land safely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let me know when that Bezos uh, hits mm. the space. We'll, <laughs> okay. we'll watch that. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, entertainment news. What to watch in minutes. Big show rolls on. <laughs>
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play John Boy Jeopardy. Somebody will win a Mount Olive Pickles prize pack. It includes Mount Olive hat, T-shirt, stainless tumbler, and pickle juicers. The latest innovation from the corner of cucumber and vine. Pickle juicers and convenient two-ounce shooters, 64-ounce jugs. Let's go to BigShow.com, click on the Mount Olive Pickles banner, learn all about them. Mount Olive Pickles make a great product since 1926. Hang on, we'll play for it in minutes. But right now, from the desk of Tatertainment News, it's What to Watch. Here's our girl, Marcy Tatum Moran. I am so excited, I can't stand it. Just hold your underwear. Top of the movie box office at number one with an $80 million opening weekend is Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson, Marvel's original female female action hero. Uh, Female. Hey, you, Randy. Finally gets her own solo movie. And if you're saying, wait, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, she did. This movie was set before the events of Avengers Endgame. And if you haven't seen Endgame, Johnny, I'm sorry. Don't listen to that comment. Just watch it and enjoy. Uh, You saw the confused look on my face. Yes, I did. Don't worry about it. Watch that first. She gets that from you a lot. (laughs) (laughs) She gets that from everybody Everybody. a lot. (laughs) All right, so that was number one. Number two was F9, the fast saga, where things get faster and furiouser. Furiouser than ever. So they're trying something different this time. Fast and furiouser. Uh, the Boss Baby family business comes in third. Rounding out the top five are The Forever Purge and A Quiet Place 2. Mm-hmm. In theaters later this week, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Bugs Bunny and the Looney Tunes are back playing basketball in outer space, and I think they're playing with LeBron James yep. this time. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Michael wasn't available. Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins, the backstory of one of the most popular characters in the G.I. Joe movie universe. Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. Uh, Let's see. Uh, A couple of hot picks on Netflix you might want to look at. Ice Road. Liam Neeson stars in what Ice Road truckers would be like if it was an action movie instead of a reality show. Uh, Mm. That's scary. And season two of Dogs. It's a reality series that tells heartwarming true stories of why dogs are totally awesome. Uh, good. So that is a wrap of what to watch, right. you guys. Uh, get outside. You, enjoy the sunshine. <laughs> good idea. All right. Well, let's get us a winner. Let's play John Boy Jeopardy. Review yesterday's question. We found out that New Hampshire is the only U.S. state that does not require drivers to do this while operating a motor vehicle. Wear a seatbelt. That is true. All right. Today's John Boy Jeopardy, more humans have died as a result of being bitten by one of these than have died by any other single cause, including war, disease, and famine. I want to say fast zombies, but I bet you mean something real, right? <laughs> yes, I'm looking <laughs> okay. for something right. real. And, okay. and go ahead, and nothing to do with Black Widow, the movie Taylor was talking about. Yeah. That was not that spider. The Black Widow spider. I'm explaining too no, much. No, no, you're doing right. fine. No, I'm Keep not. One eight hundred Big Show. You told free line. We play John Boy Jeopardy next. <laughs> Tuesday morning and the big show's on the radio. The video today brought to you by Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. The look of instant regret. Check it out at thebigshow.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
Right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's Jim And now, the master of the look of Don't Look at Me, he's the one that did it. <laughs> he is John Moore. And I go. Let's say hey to Chuck out of Hickory, North Carolina. Good morning, Chuck. What's up, guys? You are, Chuck. You first up, buddy. You can win this Mount Island Pickles pack right here. See what you got. More humans have died as a result of being bitten by one of these than have died by any other single cause, including war, disease, and famine. What'd you think, Chuck? How about a spider? Is it a spider? Oh, not a spider. There are a lot of those out there, aren't there? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, Jug, we appreciate you playing, buddy. Have a great day. Thank you. All right. Let's go to Terry in Duncan, South Carolina. Good morning, Terry. Good morning. All right, Terry. We know it's not spiders. What do you think it is? Uh, Let's see. Mosquitoes. Mosquito? Is it skeeter bit me, mama? Southern, sir! Yes, it is. Man, this is this is crazy about this. How many people die from skeeters, man? Yeah. yeah. I got a, a research scientist, Randy, did some research. I'm going to share it with you after the bottom of the hour. Coach, man, you got to be careful out there. <laughs> Don't go out naked this time of the year. <laughs> no. All right. Why have you been researching? <laughs> well, it was the internet. Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terry, you got the big old Mount Olive Pickle prize pack. Head down to Duncan for you. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good day. Mm. And give a shout out to all my Malden friends that I grew up with in 1980 class, year class. Well, your northern friends like North Carolina? You South know? Carolina. Oh, okay. Northern South Carolina. Hmm. I, I didn't think you had that. That Yankee accent working for you right now. I thought he's I thought he said balding friends. Balding. Oh. Uh, we got a lot to work out. Terry, you hang on, Jackie, hook you up, there, buddy. Y'all have a good one. Bottom of the hour and top of your news. Yeah, here we go on the other side. More did you learn about skeeters than any other place on the radio? <laughs> You're welcome. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Just a few minutes ago, found out that more humans have died as a result of being bitten by mosquitoes than any other thing in the world. No other animal, including humans, is responsible for the death or as many human lives each year as mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. I guess this has something to do with worldwide, you know, because yeah. there are mosquitoes all over the place. Mm-hmm. It oh, definitely has. Well, some malaria, they transmit all these diseases. Right, and, you know, and, and other disease. Yeah, not just malaria, yeah. but yeah. So the deal to break down is talking about humans murder around 475,000 other people each year. Mm-hmm. Snakes kill around 50,000. 
Dogs, mainly from rabies transmission, claim another 25,000 lives. That's more than I expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. While some of the most feared animals, sharks, wolves, and bears, uh, kill fewer than 10 humans each year. But they you know get all that? the press. They sure do. So some of the reasons why mosquitoes may be more attracted to you. You know, have I heard that, man? It's like you be with somebody, yeah. you're not getting uh, bit, but somebody's yeah. just getting eaten up. My daughter is literally a mosquito magnet. Is that a, she can get out of her car from coming home from work before she's in the house she's been bitten. Man. Well, so if you have a high metabolism, you might get bitten more. A higher than average body temperature. It says if you infrequently bathe, have more body odor, well, you attract does. them. She does stink a little. No, <laughs> <laughs> no she bathes and a lot. If you're pregnant oh. or have type O blood. Ding, ding, ding. That's her, that's her blood type. The type O. Mm-hmm. How about that? And uh, also it says there are a number of home remedies that claim to protect you from mosquito bites, like uh, drinking alcohol, eating garlic, eating bananas, or taking vitamin B. So is those? stinky bad or not? I can't decide. <laughs> so lab studies show that none of those will actually provide any real benefits. Mm. Though some will actually make you more likely to be bitten. Mm. For example, drinking alcohol causes blood vessels near the surface of the skin to dilate, which will attract more mosquitoes. Dang it. That's the one I was going to go with. (laughs) So the bottom line is that, unfortunately, a large part of why you set off the free lunch signal is mostly just genetic. Hmm. For now, the best you can hope for is a better repellent. Yeah. It'll spray yourself before you go out there. You know, off the the insect repellent that you use when you go camping or whatever they have this little disc that you wear on your belt that has a fan in it it's a battery operated thing oh but yeah and we, it 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 blows this uh we, we, we have those we, you you do those hunters yeah. hunters you, you you buy those and uh you put the battery in there yeah, and, and it, it blows works off. and what's yeah. the avon thing skin so soft That's i've heard that say. my whole life yeah. that that really makes a difference i don't know if it's people. true or not yeah, but yeah. yeah i've heard that too uh Skin so soft. I'll give you something yeah. else to research. Yeah. That's that perfect for a hunter. You know, you got to give me something to talk about. Has my skin so soft before we get in the deer blind? <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio, rolling through your Tuesday, July the 13th. It's time for Dumb Croak News. Dumb Croak stories sent in by you, the Big Show listeners. For many, many years, we appreciate your contribution. And the address will follow this report. A Bowie County, Texas man panicked when a pair of police officers showed up at his house with a warrant to search for drugs. Well, the man let the officers in, then excused himself for a quick potty break. Mm. He tried to get rid of his stash by flushing it down the toilet, which might have worked if the local utility company hadn't just turned off his water for failing to pay his bill. (laughs) Saw it floating. He was arrested. (laughs) When a Gary, Illinois man's wife accused her husband of getting violent with her during an argument, police arrested him on domestic battery charges. He also lost his job. Until the incident, 
The husband was employed by the local city court, where he taught anger management classes. <laughs> but not very well, I'm guessing. <laughs> a 19-year-old Tokyo man threatened to hijack the bus he was riding on unless it took him to the airport. Well, the driver was happy to comply since he was driving an airport bus that was already going to the airport. <laughs> Resting officers say alcohol may have been a factor in the case. Uh, that's a good theory, yeah. A daring thief approached an armored car driver outside a supermarket in Memphis, Tennessee, and grabbed the large canvas money bag he was carrying. The thief got away, but he didn't have much to show for his efforts. The driver had just arrived at the store to make a pickup. So the large canvas money bag was he was carrying was full of large canvas money bags. <laughs> Two teenagers in Fairfield, Maine, decided to rob a tattoo parlor. Knowing that the shop was protected by laser-powered motion detector, the pair brought along a can of hairspray to reveal the path of the laser beam. But because real-life lasers aren't like the ones in Mission Impossible movies, the stream of hairspray set off the burglar alarm. Yep. Delbert, you idiot. This <laughs> quickly brought the police who arrested him. Well, a Newcastle, Delaware man was busted after he broke into a restaurant and tried to open the safe in the manager's office. The cops say the suspect was apparently a rookie at this particular crime. At the time of the arrest, he was using the manager's computer to Google search for instructions on safe cracking. I would do that at home. A German man returning from a vacation almost died after refusing to give up a liter-sized bottle of vodka at an airport security checkpoint in Nuremberg. When airport employees told the man he would have to either throw away the vodka or check it as luggage, the man grabbed the bottle and chugged the whole thing right in the middle of the airport. How'd that work out? Well, in words of the police, he soon found himself unable to stand or otherwise function. Mm. The man was rushed to a local hospital with a near-lethal case of alcohol poisoning. After a few days of recovery, he was able to complete his trip home. Yikes. He didn't have to give up that bottle. You know? <laughs> An Australian limousine driver was challenged by another motorist who revved his engine at a traffic light. Well, the two men took off on a high-speed drag race through the streets of Sydney. This was quite a surprise for the limo's passengers, a newlywed couple who had just <laughs> left their wedding reception. Wow. Well, the cars hit speeds of over 80 miles per hour during the race, which ended when the fast and furious drivers were pulled over by police. They were arrested on the spot, and the newlywed couple had to be chauffeured to their original post-wedding destination in the back of a police car. <laughs> A Henrietta, New York man drove his car to Jacksonville, Florida, left it in the parking lot of an apartment complex, then reported the car had been stolen. It was an insurance scam that he thought would be worth at least 10 grand, but police searched the recovered car and found an important clue a set of turn-by-turn -turn directions on the car's navigation system uh -oh. that led straight from the man's home address in New York to the apartment complex in Florida. Maybe it was just a coincidence. <laughs> also left behind a receipt for the plane ticket he bought to fly himself back to New York. Okay, you got me. <laughs> and finally, police in Salt Lake City approached a suspicious pedestrian and asked him for identification. The man pulled out what he thought was his ID and was arrested on the spot. 
Instead of his driver's license, he handed the officers a hold-up note he had used in two recent bank robberies. <laughs> if you got dumb crook news, mail to dumb crooks. John Boyd Billy, P.O. Box 19111, Charlotte NC 28219. Uh, email anybody but me at thebigshow.com. Good morning. You got the big show on the radio. More chances for you to win coming up after your news, weather, and sports. Hey, yeah, this your old pal, Justin LeBlanc. When I'm not mooching some of that fine Jacques Daniel whiskey and a plate of right fine gumbo off my best friend, Woodrow Boudreaux, and that sassy sack of wife of his old Lisbeth, I'm listening to those two wacky Cajun John Boy and Billy right there on that there big show. Hoo-wee, they is funny, I guarantee. Shows on the radio rolling through your Tuesday morning. You know, we like us a dog here at the big show. And maybe some of you go through this like, does your dog have separation anxiety? Mm, yep. Like, there's yep, a couple yep. named Mark and Kristen dealing with problems. Their pug, whose name is Pugaroo Shorty, <laughs> when Mark leaves the house and travels on business, it seems that Pugaroo deals with some pretty severe separation anxiety. Barks and cries, and nothing seems to calm him down. Poor thing. But Mark Christen came up with a solution. It seems to be working. They bought a mannequin into the house mm. and dressed up the mannequin like Mark. Well, <laughs> yes. Mark not very active at home. <laughs> well, sure enough, Buckaroo Shorty, along with other dogs that Mark and Christen are caring for, have been finding comfort by cuddling up with a mannequin, mm. which everyone calls Fark, short for fake Mark. So that's pretty wild, man. So I guess you had to put clothes on him that he's worn, maybe because he's got this kind of smell. Yeah, I would imagine, yeah, I'd imagine they'd be worn clothes. So it smells like them, yeah. So but I don't know how they. You know, I was like, he's not petting them. I don't know what they think <laughs> yeah, he's doing. They like, oh, that's just Mark. And then, <laughs> and then how did it, how does real Mark get in the house? When fake Mark is sitting there. Right. And that doesn't make the pug just go cross-eyed. What the heck? Oh, no. How do they do the switcheroo? I need more! You need something around the house. We don't want to have to go out and buy a mannequin. Well, let me tell you, as a, as a guy who grew up with a mannequin in the house, uh-huh. it's one of the creepiest things you can have. Because <laughs> right, your mama had that wedding business. Yeah. So, and in the basement of the house. Oh, man. Yeah. And every now and then when the power would go off because it was out in the country, they, where's the breaker box? Of course, it's in the basement <laughs> yeah. where the mannequin where is. The mannequin. So, yeah. yeah. I can't look at them the same after that Twilight Zone episode where the girl gets oh, locked yeah. into the d- department store yeah. and oh, all yeah, the mannequins yeah, yeah. come to life. I've been yeah. freaked out ever since I watched that. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, maybe this is not for everybody. Right, just right, 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 right. It works for Pugaloo or whatever. <laughs>
Good morning, got the big show on the radio. Coming up, we got the easiest way for you to win the current events quiz. You just take C, you'll get a variety pack of Astera Labs products. Pharmaceutical grade CBD made in the USA and no bitter aftertaste. Go to bigshow.com, click on the Astera Labs banner, enter code JBB for 20% off on all CBD products. Must be 18 to win, and we'll do it in just a second. Well, there's always something exciting happening in little dismal seepage, South Carolina. And here to tell us all about it is the mayor himself, the Honorable Merwin Q. Fiddleswoop. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, John Boy. And greetings to all your wonderful listeners. <laughs> so, what's on tap this weekend? Thank you for asking, John Boy. <laughs> well, here in Dismal Seepage, we're not just interested in fun and frivolity, we're also extremely socially conscious. We've experienced a bit of an economic slowdown over the past year, like most everyone else. So, in an effort to bring visitors back to our beautiful little slice of heaven and still remain safe, we're proud to announce the first annual Dismal Seepage Vaccinery Days. Vaccinery Days. Let me guess, a combination of vaccines and scenery? Well, I know if you can figure it out, anyone can. (laughs) That's right, John Boy. This weekend, we're celebrating the success of Operation Warp Speed and also spring in dismal seepage and all the lovely sights for folks to take in. So uh, what can folks expect? Well, uh, I've taken personal responsibility to pull some strings and get 5,000 doses of the COVID vaccine. We have volunteer nurses from Marcus Welby General Hospital stationed at all the sites, and attendees will have a choice at which station to receive their inoculation, all while enjoying the quiet charm and quaint sights of dismal seepage. Well, I can't believe I'm saying this, but what a great idea. Well, you can go to... Oh, oh. <laughs> and how, John Boy? <laughs> we'll kick things off with a parade down Main Street. It's going to be a celebration of medical victories through the ages. Ooh. To celebrate the antiquated practice of medicinal bleeding, our neighboring city of Pondscum, South Carolina, will bring their marching band, the Mighty Leeches. Are they any good? They suck. But hey, <laughs> they're leeches, so, you know. The uh, local Shriners will be on hand. They've modified their little cars to look like iron lungs. It's wild. And the parade wraps up with a salute to the bubonic plague. Bunch of people in cat costumes will chase down and beat a bunch of people in rat costumes. It's going to be a, a wild scene, man. Well, it's different anyway. Uh, so any special events? That's a great-looking question, John Boy. <laughs> and boy, are there ever. We'll have the very first-ever jousting with hypodermic needles. All right, hold on a second. Now, how does that work? Okay, it's one guy on a horse and a doctor scrubs, and the other horse on the other horse is a guy dressed in a an inflatable virus suit, you know, a big round inflatable thing with little spikes all oh, over it. Wow. Then they ride at each other at breakneck speed, holding these giant syringes, and eventually the doctor pierces the virus and it deflates. Wow, well, it sounds kind of dangerous. Yeah, rehearsal did not go well. <laughs> But 
we have a new guy to play the virus now, and you know what they say, third time's the charm. <laughs> Ouch. That's what they said. In and around all that, folks will take a driving tour of all the dismal seepage high points. The Venus Flytrap Gardens will drive you buggy. The Turkey Buzzard Rehab Center and Racing Possum Training Grounds will capture the imagination of every animal lover. And keep your camera handy as you pass the lair of the legendary dismal seepage monkey donkey chicken lizard man. Okay, what in the world is that? Oh, haven't you heard about that? That's our, that's our local legend. It's a real beast. It's got the head of a monkey, the ears of a donkey, the tail of a lizard, and the pecker of a chicken. Excuse me? You know, the pecker, the pecker, the uh, the thing he pecks you with. Okay, all right. Well, for a minute I thought you meant, you know. Get your head out of the gutter there, plow boy. <laughs> And be sure not to miss the city's oldest standing structure, the Dismal Seepage Sewage Treatment Plant. <laughs> See it now before the summer heat turns it into an open-air port john I bet. <laughs> and the scenic tour ends at our very own microbrewery, the Devil's Bunghole IPA. <laughs> Folks can quaff a cold brew and celebrate their new vaccine. Well, it sounds like a big time. I, I just have one question. Shoot. This isn't one of those deals where you're getting a kickback for all these vaccines, is it? So come on down to the big <laughs> day celebration. It ain't no joke. Take the poke. I stole that from James Gregory. <laughs> All right. Let's play the current events quiz. Bidley, what are we dealing with? The makers of Heinz Ketchup are out to solve an enduring mystery of modern life. All right. 1-800-BIG-SHOWS. Your toll-free line. Take C, you win. We play next. <laughs> Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Big shows on the radio, rolling through you Tuesday, July the 13th. Video today brought to you by Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. The look of instant regret. Yep, captured perfectly. <laughs> Check it out at bigshow.com. I thought it was going to be hitting the golf ball through the window of the house across the street. That's no, it's oh, much way worse. worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I admit, I did that when I was a kid, playing a little golf in the neighborhood. Huh. Yeah, well, I caught a good one. Both of us, when I got home, too. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, see what's happening at BigShow.com. And right now, Pep Squad. Ready? Let's say hey to Todd out of Shelby, North Carolina. Good morning, Todd. Good morning there, Jumbo and Billy. How you doing this morning? <laughs> well, doing good. Todd, sounds like you making it all right. Oh, making it, making it, man. Good, boy. Well, I couldn't stand myself. <laughs> well, we, hopefully we won't spend that much time to find out what you're talking about. With <laughs> <Right>. you. <laughs> well, Todd, you listen to Bidley and win this prize pack. Well, we've all wondered about this a time or two in our lives probably. Why do hot dogs come in packs of 10 and hot dog buns come in packs of 8? It's an age-old head-scratcher, and a major American food company is out to find the answer. The Heinz Ketchup Company has posted an online petition called the Heinz Hot Dog Pact. It says, in part, we're calling on Big Bun and Big Wiener companies to find the answer to this hot dog packaging mismatch once and for all. Let's change hot dog history together. Okay, it's basically a stunt to sell more ketchup, as you probably guessed. But the company did post their petition online on change.org. They were hoping to get 25,000 signatures, and it turns out hitting that magic number was no big deal at all. And if Heinz wants to keep changing the world, they could work on the answer to another long-standing food question like, A, why is a carrot more orange than an orange? B, what was the biggest thing before sliced bread? Or C, if Jimmy cracks corn and nobody cares, why is there a song about him? <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Todd? Uh, I'll take C. Yeah, boy. I'd like to thank Zach's girlfriend for helping me write that <laughs> Yeah, course. yeah, it sounded like Mary Jane been thinking about that. All right, Todd, you got the variety pack of the Astera Labs products head up shell before you. I appreciate that. Let me give a good shout-out this morning. Oh, uh, you go ahead. I'd like to give a shout-out to all y'all people out there who are struggling and can't cope. Just try Jesus. He'll give you hope. John Boy and Billy, love you. Mean it. We appreciate you, Todd. All right, buddy. Hang on for Jackie. Bottom of the hour, top of your news, right on the other side, our time capsule, but it's July the 13th. Hang on for a laugh. 
This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. John Boy and Billy. Yo. Mad Max here. How you doing? Take a wild guess. <laughs> I'll say you're mad. <laughs> you dang skippy, I'm mad. I'm madder than Michelle Obama at a petite-sized sample sale. <laughs> no, I'm mad. Oh. All right, boys, listen, I got our story of the week. Right. Washington strikes another blow against hurtful stereotypes. Mm-hmm. The words mother and father will be removed from U.S. passport applications and replaced with gender-neutral terminology. Oh, oh yeah, this can't miss. <laughs> According to a pinhead who works for the State Department, the words in the old form were mother and father. They will now be called parent one and parent two. Oh. May I just say, good work, State Department. <laughs> Y'all are really earning your money this month. <laughs> These improvements are being made to provide a gender-neutral description of a child's parents in recognition of different types of family. Oh, all right. First of all, they're not improvements. Second of all, my big old butt. In case you're wondering, says here, the decision to remove the traditional parenting names was not an act of political correctness. Is that right? And what would you call it, genius? Let's hear from Jennifer Kreisler, the director of the Family Equality Council. She shares a little story about the day she and her female partner got passports for her twin sons. Hmm. So it's not about political correctness, but the first person they talk to is gay. Coincidence? (laughs) Anyway, this gal says, even though my partner was their legal mother and had adopted them after I gave birth to them, she still had to put her name in the father field. That is both discriminatory and makes us feel like second-class citizens. Hmm. Well, bless y'all's hearts. (laughs) Maybe you could write a children book about it. You could call it Heather Has Two Passports. (laughs) If you're wondering why this country's going broke, it might be because we're paying people to work on stuff like this. And by the way there, genius, if you gave birth to them, that would make you the mother. In case none of y'all spent any time in the fourth grade, every person that's ever been born had a mother that was a woman and a father that was a man. That ain't a hurtful stereotype. It's basic science. Daddy might have done his part with help from a turkey baster, but he was definitely in on it at some point. Well, yeah, but mother and father make some people feel less included. Hey, a passport is good for 10 years. If you can't take getting your feelings hurt at least once a decade, maybe you ain't ready to travel the world. Parent one and parent two. Uh, How bad is this idea? Mm. And hey, how do they decide who gets to be one and who gets to be two? I can see them arguing at the airport already. Also, you're parent one. I think not. Hey, all you do is sit around watching a Bravo channel all day. I'm out there in the real world dressing dummies up for the front window at Macy's. In other words, girlfriend, I'm parent one. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Thelma and Louise, could y'all have your little hissy and 
home. I'm trying to get groped so I can get on the plane and take these nerve-wracking kids to Disney. Now sit down, shut up, and quit running my life. John Boy and Billy, y'all have a nice day. John Boy and Billy. Where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. Morning radio done right. Good Tuesday morning. Big shows on the radio rolling through your July the 13th. All right, y'all. Let's act. Welcome to John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Today's episode, One Night at Hooligans. As our story opens, William Fitzpatrick has just arrived at the offices of Fitzpatrick Incorporated in Dublin, Ireland. That's Dublin, (laughs) Ireland. Ireland. (laughs) Alrighty, Mr. Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Here you go. One large black coffee and three extra strength Tylenol. Dublin, Ireland. <laughs> By way of Jamaica. <laughs> Thank you, Bridget. You're a lifesaver, darling. Starting the week with a bit of a headache, are we? Bit of a hangover, actually. Took me son out for a drink last night at Hooligans. This little hole in the wall, two blocks from the house. Found us a booth in the back so we could just kind of hang out together. Oh, have it a drink with your son. Ah, oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, I ended up doing most of the drinking. Turned out the boy's a tad picky when it comes to alcohol. Oh, do tell. Well, I ordered a couple of pints of Guinness at the bar and brought them back to the booth. The boy took one sip, never touched the glass again. I ended up drinking both pints. Mm, so not a big Guinness fan. <laughs> Where, where's that voice sure. coming from? I didn't know I was that hungover. Don't worry, drink your coffee. Anyway, no, he don't like Guinness, if that's what you're asking. Yes, that's <laughs> so when I went back to the bar for the second round, I ordered a couple of Killians. He took one sip, didn't care for that one neither. I finished both of those too. Well, it sounds like your boy's not a beer man at all. I read, that's right. <laughs> that's what I said, except with an Irish accent. <laughs> so the third round, I went and got us a couple of Jamesons. Turns out, me boy's not really a whiskey drinker, neither. So let me guess, you downed them both, I huh? certainly did. Sister. <laughs> so I just walked over to the barman. I said, look, what's the very best drink you got back there? And he says, well, that'd be the Glenfiddich. Without a doubt, 25 years old, absolutely flawless. I said, great, give me two of them. Well, how did that go over? Like a fart in a diving bell. Well. I set the glass down in front of me, son. He takes a quick sniff, makes a face, and pushes it back across the table at me. He wouldn't even taste it. So I finally gave up. I just paid the tab and we left the pub. Well, well, at least you got to spend some time with your son. I wouldn't fret about it. Maybe he just ain't a drinker. Maybe he ain't a what? If I wasn't so rudely interrupted, maybe he just just ain't a drinker. I know, and I wish I'd have figured it out earlier, because by the time I got him back in the stroller, I was so drunk I could barely drive us home. (laughs) 
We hope you've enjoyed this globe-trotting edition of John Boy and Billy Playhouse. It's like going on a cruise to the Caribbean all the way around to Ireland. Tune in again next time when we'll hear the crusty old caseworker from Child Services say, Hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. Oh, I get it. It's a baby. Good morning. You got the big show on the radio. More chances for you to win coming up after your news, weather, and sports. But, Mama, all I wanted to do was have a lettuce sandwich on gluten bread, a tall glass of buttermilk, and crawl under a bearskin rug. Why do I have to listen to that John Boy person and Billy whoever on that noisy big show? But, Mama... Show on the radio, kicking off fine loud with this Tuesday broadcast. Man, it's been hot. Randy, where were you telling me about uh, some clams are like washed up on the shore and they have been cooked because the water yeah, is the so heat, hot? It's in Canada. They, I saw a news clip uh, early on Monday morning. There was um, a bunch of these mollusks that have washed up on shore mm. and they're they're cooking. Uh, it's so hot. So, uh, so this heat wave is out in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. That's been going on a while. Yeah. I was a counter. Yeah. And, you know, they, they say the thing that'll get your attention quicker than anything is the terrible rancid smell. Yeah. yeah you probably have to get them right after they wash it up or they're turned bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking right? about trying to encourage people to eat it. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. I, I, I was just saying. It's hey, not man, like these muscles are already cooked. It's not like a waiter serves them. It's not a buffet. You see him sit there and it's. In his wave surfing chair, you know, and with, right. with oh, yeah. melted I butter. Totally, I, am, I am totally picturing that right now. One of those beach chairs that lays back yep, at yep, yep, yeah. yep. Oh, yeah. floaty pants. <laughs> I got a little clam rake. <laughs> a little cocktail sauce ready. Yeah, nice. Oh. Well, but, but it's a really bad thing because it's killing off an awful lot of uh, so, man. Of, of, of sea life. But, but you got to admit, what a time saver if it did work. <laughs> I know. That's the first thing I thought of. Well, uh, of course, California... Uh, Redding, California, a pair of quick-spreading wildfires uh, Wildfires that had to be put out. And this is crazy. While working to contain a blaze started by a truck fire, firefighters got a second call about a fire on a golf course, and it was started by a player's swing. Huh? What? Okay, so the golfer hit a ball in the rough. It was some tall, dry grass. Uh-huh. And when he tried to chip it out, what do you think happened? How could he start a fire like that? Uh, maybe struck struck a piece of flint. Hit like he a rock got a rock. Yeah, he yeah. hit a rock, and the spark from the rock and his iron started to fire. And he tried to put it out, but it spread so quick that it got out of control. And if you ever meet him, you'll know because he'll be wearing people out with that story for the rest of his <laughs> life, I'm sure. <laughs> Cinderella story. Yeah. That'd be pretty bad to go, but uh-huh. have you ever started a forest fire? Right. Well, I have. Let me tell you how it went. <laughs> Missed the ball, but started a fire. <laughs> oh, y'all be careful out there. <laughs>
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play Wordy Word. The winner gets a liquid performance automotive cleaning and detailing kit in that John Boy and Billy bucket. Liquid performance products available at your local Napa Auto Parts store. Hang on, we'll play for it in minutes. First, Pac-Man is on vacation. Of course, he usually got Pac on at this time every Tuesday morning. So I figure, huh, how do we fill this slot? Well, maybe by showing a tough side of Randy. I know Pac always getting on you about sequins and what purple and pink go together when you try to what what <laughs> no he hasn't put yourself in the conversation of sports oh. <laughs> but, i just uh, make i just make fun of him when he, when he talks about stuff like a chair you know, well, that's his big story yeah, well, I'm not sure where pack is vacationing this week but maybe he's listening get to know the real randy as we did on this john boy and billy Playhouse. yeah see if you buy it Welcome to John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Today's episode, The Butch Stops Here. As our story opens, Citizen Randy is trying to unwind at a local watering hole after work when he's approached by a Big Show fan. Hey, uh, excuse me, are you Randy from the John Boy and Billy show? Ah, jeez, yeah, yeah, it's me. What do you want? I don't do autographs. No, I, I don't mean to bother you or anything. I just thought I'd recognize you. I'm the president of the Star Trek fan club of the Southeast. I just uh, wanted to offer you a couple of passes to our upcoming show at the Holiday Inn. Oh, you got to be kidding me. What? Waste a day of my life rubbing elbows with a bunch of sci-fi geeks that wear rubber ears and still live at home with their parents? I don't think so, pal. But I heard you were a Big Trek fan. Oh, give me a break. Star Trek is almost as big a waste of time as the internet. Well, I thought you were a big web surfer, too. Hardly. But hey, if you get any good nudie pictures of Terry Hatcher, well, maybe we can talk. Man, you're a lot different than I imagined. You don't even wear those sissy-looking clothes. Hey, pal, it's called show business. It ain't a real life. So, what do you think of these leather pants? Well, really show off the old fruit basket, don't you think? <laughs> Boy, uh, John Boy Billy make you out to be a real geek or something. Yeah, yeah, well, those morons wouldn't know how to wipe their own nose if it weren't for me. Who do you think writes all that stuff? Them? Yeah, <laughs> right. Excuse me, Randy, may I have just one momo of your time? Ah, jeez, it's Bigfoot himself. Hey, Curly, I told you when we're not on the air, it's Butch, okay? Now, do you mind? I'm talking here. Oh, sorry, uh, Butch, but a fellow over there was just trying to talk to me about sports. I wanted to ask you about this NASCAR Cup thing that we talk about on the show. I'm so confused. It's Winston Cup racing, you talking chimp. Hey, take a hike. Here, go get me a pack of Camel non-filters, will you, putz? Okay, pal, uh, were you almost finished? Uh, gee, um, yeah, I, my, my wife wanted me to tell you that she thinks that thing you do with the rose every week for your wife is, is really sweet, and she thinks you're a really thoughtful guy. Oh, give me a break. I got an annual contract with the florist. They come automatically. Goes on the credit card at the end of the month. It's a no-brainer. Besides, keeps her out of my hair. Hey, is, uh, is that your wife waving at you over there? Uh, yeah, that's her right there. Hey, she's pretty hot. Yeah, you mind if I take her out in the parking lot and make out with her for a few minutes? Hey, pal, now you're going too far. I came over here to offer you a token of my esteem for your work, and you've been a total jackass. Hey, you want to give me something? How about giving me back the five minutes of my life you just wasted. Take a hike, monkey boy. Jerk. Hey, your wife changes her mind. You let me know, huh? <laughs> boy, I wish I'd known me in high school. <laughs> hey, nurse! 
course. How about another vodka rocks over here <laughs> and keep them coming? <laughs> hey, uh, what time you get off work? <laughs> We, we hope you've enjoyed John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Tune in again next time when we'll hear Butch say... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the way he is. <laughs> I believe you're mocking me. <laughs> uh, let's play Wordy Word. 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll-free line. You can also go to BigShow.com, click the on-air contest button, you want to play and can't get through, Jack can call you. We do it next. Good Tuesday morning. The big show's on the radio. Video today brought to you by Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. The look of instant regret. Uh, check it out and see why. TheBigShow.com. And we'll be taking a classic bear request off the wall coming up in minutes. Right now, let's do it. I went everybody's heard about the bird. The bird, a wordy word, and a wordy word. Let's meet the contestants. We got Tim from Coward, South Carolina. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. We all good, buddy. And we got Tanya from Hermitage, Tennessee. Good morning, Tanya. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. All right, Tim and Tanya. So, Tanya, you're on Team Tater and Randy. Tim on the John Boy and Billy side. 30 seconds, two rounds. Good luck to you. All right. So, Tanya, you're going to relax, and me and Tim will go for our round one. All right. All right. Tim, you ready, buddy? Yes, sir. Let's do it then. Start the clock now. You don't tell the truth. You are a liar. Yeah. All right. Uh, the cheetah was one of these. They're fun animals. A cat. Uh, no. Uh, Tarzan had one. Like a small lion. A, a small gorilla is a oh uh, chimpanzee. No, just a, the regular name for it. More fun than a blanks gorilla. in a barrel. A little one. A, a little <laughs> monkey. Yes. Mon <laughs> <laughs> Spaghetti is what is my yes. So. <laughs> yeah, sorry, he's tore wow. me up on monkey. Yeah, the damn. ghost of Terry Hansen has <laughs> just taken over. You hear yeah, that? He turned into Sheriff Roscoe from Deuce and Hazard. <laughs> I thought everybody knew Cheetah was a monkey. Mm. <laughs> Not since Cheetos came out. Yeah. <laughs> right. I guess you're right. That's a problem. All right, my bad, Tim. Uh, broke it By the down way, a little bit how more. long has it been since you watched Tarzan? <laughs> it has been a while. I've never heard of Cheetah. Yeah. See, yeah. I think I need to get more current clues. Don't I? Yeah. We'll get you to do it with some Netflix. Don't worry. We'll work on it. Just come up to the 80s. That would help a lot. Yeah. yeah. Stuck in the, what was that, late 40s? 50s. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm from the 70s. There you go. All right. All right. My bad, Tim. I got to <laughs> up my material here. All right, then. So we put a two on the board. Tanya and Tater for round one. You ready, Tanya? I am ready. Brand new word and go. Spaghetti is a type of what? It's a type of pasta, but it's called pasta. a what? No, but it's called a what? Uh, 
It's um, chicken. Uh, chicken. Yes, noodle. Thank you. Uh, this is the uh, dog. It rhymes with it. Dog that's pretty prissy. It's what? And he's curly hair. Doodle. Yep. yep. Uh, rhymes with it. This is kind of like when you just draw little things on, you know, paper. Doodle. Yep. Uh, all right. Not rhyming. This is not a circle. It's a little bent. An, an egg is this shape. Oval. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, this guy comes out and fixes your toilet or your sink. Summer. Yes. All right. Well, the girls put a five on the board, take the lead uh-huh, by three. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Sure. Don't worry. He's they not better. Uh, well, don't. it's easy if you don't put any Tarzan stuff in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim, don't worry. Billy, move it up to the 80s for Tim, all right? All right. Here we go. Here we go. Ready, go. Nestle makes this. You put it in milk, and it turns it chocolate. chocolate. No, no, no. That's quick. Quick. There yeah. you go. There you go. Uh, Spanky and Alfalfa, remember, of the little what? Rascals. Uh-oh. Yep, uh, this is ground pork that you might eat at breakfast. It could be a patty Coffee. or a link. There you go, there you go. Let's uh, see, uh, an iPad is also is a type of this computer. It's what they call a what? Or medicine sometimes Tablet. comes in. The, yeah, Tablet. there you go. Uh, it only has one wheel and you ride it. What is it? Unicycle. Yes. All right. Nice. Good work. Yeah. How about, hey, you knew about the little rascals. What was there a movie know, right? made recently about them? <laughs> well, not recently, but more recently. Yeah. Yeah. In the eighties, yes, there was right. a little okay, rascal. There you go. Yes. Yes. All right. So uh, Tim got a seven. So Tanya and Randy, two right. to tie. All right. Three will win. What a great way to start off for the weekend. <laughs> right? I have a feeling this will be your fault if you don't get it because Tanya is a player. Okay. Right. Ready, go. So when you get married, you stand at the at the altar and you exchange what? Bells. Yep. Uh, now rhymes with it. Uh, this is happening right now. Yes. Tied rhymes up. with it. It's a farm animal that you get milk from. Cow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was yeah. enough. You did it. Tanya wins. We're happy for her. Well, those are real <laughs> we tough. We are happy for her. We're thrilled for her. Well, now gave me a pause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tim, doggone it, came up a little short, buddy, but you can try again anytime, any game, all right? Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, man. Have a great day. You too, buddy. All, all right. right. And Tanya, your prize back head over to Hermitage for your good game. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Fine. Uh, Don't try to help now. (laughs) Good morning. Big show's on the radio. Time of the classic beer request. Ooh, look at Stan Watkins out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, he says he wants to hear the story of Tarzan. Oh. <laughs> so, Educate us. Uh, I wish we had done it before Wordy Word. Might have helped us out a little bit. But, yeah, all right, Stan, we'll get Carl to tell you the story of Tarzan. Coming up next. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Classic Bear Request, every weekday about this time. Good morning, we got Stan Watkins out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. Right, the story of Tarzan. Bring in Carl. And now, it's story time with your host, Carl Childers. Mm. I hope y'all don't mind. 
I brung my lender with me. She's gonna sit on that stool over there yonder on account of her feet hurting. Hey. <laughs> hey, Melinda, good to see you. Yeah, my feet hurt. Still hurting? Told you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember John Boy talking about how he always wanted a monkey that could hold on to this and that and whatnot. <laughs> it got me to thinking about another feller who was plumby eat up with loving monkeys. His name was Tarzan. I can tell you about it if you want me to. Yeah, yeah, I love like sure. you. I'd go into anyway, I'd just be impolite. <laughs> well, once upon a time over in the jungle there, this little feller was raised up by monkeys. I don't recollect how he wound up there or what happened to his mama and daddy. But them monkeys, they took over the job. They done pretty good by him. They tried out a passel of names on him. Names like Ape Tro Nerd and <laughs> Pokey from the Jungle and <laughs> Wales Van Pelt. <laughs> <laughs> they finally settled on Tarzan. Who can't be topical. <laughs> there weren't no teachers in the jungle over there, so they homeschooled him. Little Tarzan, he weren't too book smart, but he got all A's when it come to vine swinging and tree climbing and river swimming. He even made himself a little outfit out of animal skin. It was just this little piece of hide in the back to cover his bottom, and a little piece in the front to hide his front. <laughs> he never wore no underdrawers with it. Mr. Bill Cox said he was on account of all them bananas he ate, gave him the skeets. <laughs> Some folk calls it diarrhea, Mr. Bill Cox calls it the skeets. So Tarzan there, he growed up. He's pretty much the boss of the jungle. He even figured out a way to stay in touch with all the critters. This is back before folks had a phone in their pocket all the time. So when Tarzan wanted the critters to come running, he'd just get up in the tree there and let go of this holler. Uh, something like that. <laughs> no, I can't do it. But Melinda got her pretty well licked. All right. Uh my feet hurt. <laughs> That's pretty much right on the money except about the feet part. So Tarzan got on with most of the jungle critters. Uh... That's enough, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you just go back to reading your romance novel, Iron. He got on with all the critters there. Once in a while, he had to kill one of them. Mm. Sometimes so he could eat. Other times, on account of they got out of line in some ways or another, and he needed to send a message to the rest of them that he weren't putting up with any shenanigans. That's how it is in the jungle there. He had a pretty darn good life. He'd go hunting with the lions in the morning. He'd wander off summers with the elephants in the afternoon. And he'd stay out all night playing cards with the monkeys. <laughs> I reckon it is pretty much paradise. That's when Jane showed up. <laughs> she and her daddy there come along on one of them safaris and old Tarzan, well, he fell plumb in love with her. This is the first real woman he ever did see. Up till then, most of the women in his world had tails and pooped in her hand. <laughs> <laughs> but Jane was a pretty little thing. No bigger than a squirrel monkey. <laughs> She was still a woman. And afore too long, 
she started to complain about this and that. She didn't like sleeping on a tree limb, so Tarzan had to build her a tree house. She didn't like to eat so much meat, so Tarzan had to wander off summers picking greens and whatnot for her. She didn't like him spending so much time with the critter, so he stopped hunting with the lions and hiking with the elephants. And without Tarzan, hard night with the monkeys was never the same. Tarzan even had a hard time running the jungle. Every time he was out there cussing out some rhino for putting a native up a tree, old Jane would scream and Tarzan had to turn tail and run and save her from a snake or a big old spider or something. Tarzan was plum tuckered out day and night. One day Jane told Tarzan that she was getting homesick. They figured this is gonna be his chance to get shed of her for a spell. But she wanted Tarzan to go with her. So she toted him back to the big city. Tarzan darn near lost his mind. He didn't like wearing clothes, especially underwear. <laughs> Them skeets became a problem when she dressed in a suit. <laughs> the only critters were dogs and cats. They didn't kowtow to him like the lions and the monkeys did. And the only thing that come running when he did that yell was the police. Oh. <laughs> it's your pip. <laughs> and for the life of him, he couldn't get the hang of using a fork. And there weren't nothing to hunt, neither. Old Jane, she knew things were going downhill when she come home one day, found Tarzan Field dressed in a taxi cab he'd killed out in front of the building. <laughs> that old cab driver, he running around yelling, what'd you kill my cab for? What'd you kill my cab for? <laughs> well, sir, that was enough for Tarzan. He stowed away on a boat, went back to the jungle where he lived happily ever after. Moral of the story, women are party to look at sometimes, but there's days when a feller just needs to spend time with the monkeys. The end. <laughs> Storytime is brought to you by Hargrave's Potted Meat Product, chock full of peckers and lips since 1937. You ever had a girlfriend with a tail who pooped in her hand on the Not that I remember, no. <laughs> Big shows on the radio. Want to hear another story from Carl? No? It's Carl the Cook I'm talking about. He got a little story. Uh, John Boy Billy Grillin' Sauce. Now available at IGAs and KJs throughout the states of South Carolina, Georgia. As well as the John Boy and Billy Rubs. We got your chicken rub, the pork rub. Ain't forgot that steak. Got Carl and Shell's Steak Shake. And the grilling sauce, yes, all three tomato-based flavors. And the wonderful vinegar-based Eastern Carolina barbecue sauce. Boy, your sandwiches ain't nothing like it, man. I like the way he cooks. <laughs> <laughs> sure do, man. Good stuff. All right, then. Let's see my funny buddies moving around. Mike Spienberg on the 17th of July will be at Staunton, Virginia. Red Beard Brewing Company. Look up and see what date that is. It's right behind us, Randy. I can't turn around. What what date? What is? Uh, it's the uh, 17th of July. It's four days oh, from now. Oh, that's the 17th. Uh, what day? Oh, day. Okay. Saturday. Saturday. 
Uh, this Friday, James Gregory is playing in Valdosta, Georgia at the VHS Theater. I know James is old school. That's neat. He's playing at the VHS Theater. <laughs> you can tape it. Uh, the 18th, that is Sunday, if I'm right. My day calculate because I don't want to talk to you anymore about it. Well, now it's St. Augustine, mad. Florida is where James is playing. You're just mad over wordy. Find out where he's near you at funniestman.com. Uh, Karen Mills live July 24th at the Princess Theater in Decatur, Alabama. All right. Yeah, Karen been on a big show. You might uh, looking like a little princess there at the Princess Theater. I like her. All right. That's it, then. I know John Reap. We'll catch up with him this Friday. Mm-hmm. See where he is. I ain't got that in my stack. Okay. Is there a Goober Theater somewhere? <laughs> That's probably where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We had time. Appreciate y'all. Oh, any of the show you might have missed. All available at John Boy Billy's Late Risers podcast. It'll drop for high noon today. All right, man. Let's get it. BitBox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits, 99 cents each, 15 for $9.99. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Find your faves at thebigshow.com. Anytime's the perfect time for John Boy and Billy's Southern Sweet Tea. Y'all stock up at Food Lion or your favorite store. Order JBB stuff by phone, 800-471-STUFF. Online services by anime.com. Hi, y'all. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Let's meet back here tomorrow celebrate hump days. We'll get the humping beginning. We love you and we mean it. I know what you mean. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.